0: Welcome to The Chris Hanna Show, your go-to podcast for diving deep into the world of solopreneurship. I'm Chris Hanna. I'm the all-in solopreneur. I've been there and I've done that in the realm of creating multiple one-person businesses. Each episode, I'm here to share with you all the insider tips, tricks, and lessons learned, sometimes the hard way, that have shaped my journey. So whether you're just starting out or you're looking to scale your solo venture, this show is your personal playbook for success. So buckle up, And join me as we explore the highs, the lows, and everything in between on the road to successfully winning as a solopreneur. Let's go all in. Welcome back to another episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the, really the importance, I think, of firing your boss. You see, the decision to move on, to ultimately become your own boss, requires usually leaving a job behind, and in many cases, leaving a boss behind. There are many times throughout my career where I struggled with the leaders that I worked with. I either didn't respect them, I didn't feel like they respected me, I didn't feel like I was really part of the team, I felt like I was faking it till I make it. The last episode, I talked about this a little bit, and it's been almost just over a year, I guess now, where. I fired my boss and I resigned. I walked away from being CEO of, of a company that, you know, had some success and was doing well. And obviously I decided I needed to leave and I did. And it was the right decision for me. It was the best decision for me and for my family to ultimately be happy. And I think that's what this episode is really going to be truly all about. I think that when I look at my career. There's so many times throughout my career that I was just absolutely fucking miserable. I absolutely hated working in certain environments or with certain certain leaders, and I never realized it until recently, honestly, this past year, that part of the reason that I was feeling that way is because I desired to be in charge and to do things my way. And when you're working for someone else, you can't, right? It's just you have to implement somebody else's vision. And some people and most people actually can go along and they can do that. I've realized I can't do it. I'm someone who beats to my own drum. I want to live life on my terms. And that's ultimately why I fired my boss and resigned and walked away from a really good salary and security and safety. And I jumped, I really, I'll use my words, went all in on the idea of being a solopreneur and becoming the all-in solopreneur. It was the hardest thing to do, but it was the right thing to do. You see, if you're out there and you are thinking, I hate my job. I don't like working on Mondays or Fridays or any other day of the week. You are struggling with why you do what you do. Maybe the answer is you need to move on and find something that actually gives you purpose, that gives you excitement. It gets you engaged. For me, the word is fulfillment. I was looking for fulfillment. And by not having that, I couldn't be the best person in my life that I really wanted to be. So if you are looking to maybe leave a job behind, a boss behind, a company behind, and become a solopreneur, here's some advice that I learned that I'm glad I had in place when I did it. So before I made the decision to go and I had thought about it for many, many months, like my last day for working for somebody else was November 30th of 2022. I made the decision in July, but I didn't obviously communicate that until closer to the date. So that gave me enough time to build a bit of a, I'd say a a bank of, of money to make sure that I could keep myself afloat and going. Because once I quit, I knew Times might get tough. So I was able to get ahead and have at least six months of runway in terms of just money in place. I also was able to get ahead and plan. Okay. If I am going, what am I doing to really help my mental state? Because I realized that by ending that and I was in the company for two years running that, and whether it was a VP of operations and eventually CEO for the last year and a half of my time there, I was like, I'm going to be probably going through some probably challenges and changes leaving that job uh, mentally. So I deliberately made sure that I planned ahead and scheduled trips for myself and ways to relax and to chill out so that I wouldn't be feeling such, I don't know, angst maybe is the word, or being overly, you know, consumed with the thoughts of, well, what's happening while well, I'm not there anymore? Like I had to have a clean cut but I also had to be very very deliberate about trying to make sure I was watching it for my mental health and my state. And I took 5 6 weeks or whatever it was to ultimately vacation a little bit, play some online poker, you know, enjoy life. I even like tried sleeping in that first like week a little bit too uh, here and there. Again, just to feel like I had a break. Cuz I thought that was that was critical and important. So, you know, obviously getting money ahead give yourself a little bit of a break in terms of that transition. I think the other thing that was important in making that decision to fire your boss is to figure out how do you do so in a way that doesn't create waves. Now you can go when you can create waves. I tried not to, I was honest and open about my lack of, let's call it engagement enthusiasm for what I was doing. So I was laying the seeds over a period of increasing weeks to eventually getting to that point to say, I need to walk away. So you got to start to plan. How do you want to do your exit? What do you say? How do you do it? How do you go about it gracefully? You know, I did it as best as I could. And whether the person receives on the other end um, the right way, I don't know because my last day came and went and I've never talked to my former boss ever again. Um, some people are like that. Some people they'll stay in touch with you, but I can tell you most won't for some people. And definitely I was in my case. Once you're gone, you're gone and you're dead to that person. And so I haven't had any conversation or communication at all with them since I left. But you got to figure out again, what works for you. So again, let's let's recap here. So we're talking, you got to have money set aside at least six months, which I did have got to figure out what you're going to do after it all comes to an end, how you're going to maybe give yourself a bit of a mental break and reset leading up to it. It's important to make sure that you figure out how you're going to deliver that news. Fourth thing that I think is important is that as you're going, I've realized this anytime actually going through any career transition, whether I made the decision myself or companies made it for me, is that you have to figure out what do you say externally to other people? And for like my wife, like what does she say to other people? Right, because that's an awkward thing. You go when you meet with family or friends, they ask you what you're doing, and then you say, I'm unemployed. Well, you have to have some sort of messaging around it. For me, it was easy because I was able to control my narrative in that, yes, I left an organization to ultimately bet on myself. I was going to go all in on the things that I wanted to do, live life on my terms. And for me, at the time, initially, was to focus on my hiring business. Wanted to focus on the company called Hire for Me, and I was focused on helping solopreneurs who were looking to scale or entrepreneurs who were doing too much of themselves find that next replacement. So that was easy. I had that. I had the messaging down. My wife had the messaging down. So when we met anybody in any social circles or at family events, knew exactly what to say. But I think when I look back, the only reason I had a plan of what I was going to say after the fact is because having been fired twice in my career. It was kind of muddled. I didn't know what to say because I was kind of still in a state of shock. So, proactively going out and deciding, I'm firing my boss. I am quitting instead of being fired myself and doing what I want to do. I controlled the narrative. I think the other thing that was important for me as well is to realize you have to figure out what is that business model. So, as much as I was doing a bit of a mental reset, During those first, say, five to six weeks after leaving, I was also trying to figure out what are the next steps? What's the business offering look like? Where are those customers coming from? Like there was obviously a bit of a lead up and an overlap where I had hire for me as a company and I was still working for someone else. And I had an offer and I had, you know, customers there. But it's like to go from calling it a side hustle company to being the full main time like only gig that I have takes a level of I think effort that in honesty I would say I wasn't fully prepared for now that I think about it. At the time I thought I was. At the time I thought, yes, I gotta focus on hire for me. I'm gonna pump out, you know, content. And that's all I did. I pumped out content, but not content that was relevant. I, at the time, had been part of a mastermind coaching program for content specifically to grow uh, via LinkedIn, and honestly, it was the biggest waste of money that I've ever spent. Like It just did not yield any results of any sort, even still to this day. Um, Probably one of my biggest regrets of signing up for that, knowing full well that I was going to be quitting and leaving a job to spend quite a few thousand dollars to join a program where when I did join it, I didn't learn anything because everything that they were teaching was outdated, with stuff that you could find for free and was honestly the biggest waste of time I ever had. So I followed advice though, at the time of certain types and styles of videos and topics, but they weren't things that actually brought me any business. They weren't, Aligned with where I was trying to go. So that would be, I think, a lesson that I would also share with people is that if you are going to leave and do something else that's on your own, make sure you've actually planned out your marketing strategy probably before doing so. Because I think I was behind the gate when it all ended up coming to fruition because I leave, I announce to the world that I've left. I then take a number of weeks off to reset and then thinking, well, I'll just pump out some videos and I'll be good to go. Well, then January 2023 was terrible. And so is February. Things did not start picking up until March, early April. So I went almost three months. Yeah, I guess three months, three, four months almost with no money coming in. So therefore that six months of runway that I had disappeared damn quick. Now, luckily, I was able to make some money through other means in terms of that. I mean by by playing semi-professionally poker, making some good money and some gambling that I had some wins. But at the end of the day, I was not successful with hire for me because I didn't have a good marketing plan. I didn't have the strategy in place at all, and I took bad advice. So again, let's recap here because you know, I want to keep this, this episode really short on the concept of firing your boss. When you decide to fire your boss, it takes a certain level of preparation. So one get some money locked away beforehand, may have at least six months worth of runway to make sure that your bills, whether it's your mortgage, your rent, whatever it is to live your life is covered Two, give yourself a bit of a mental reset. For me, it was going on some vacations, some trips that I kind of pre-purchased pre-planned well in advance. I knew I could just reset everything. Third to that was to make sure that I knew what I was going to be doing after the fact. Like, what was that offer? You know, how did I want to, you know, tackle it? And for me, it was initially it was going to focus on the hire for me business. Fourth to that is figuring out how do I actually message this to my boss and let them go, right? How do I quit on them? How do I, you know, move on as amicably as possible? Related to that is also figuring out the messaging that myself would say and my wife would say to other people, but what that ultimately looks like. And the last thing I think that's important to wrap it all together as you're deciding to fire your boss is to figure out whatever you're doing, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's a full-time company, you have to figure out the marketing strategy. Because if not, it's not going to be successful out of the gate. Just because you've got a website, just because you put out some content doesn't mean People are going to come to you and I guess I'll throw in a bonus one because I'll elaborate this in future episodes in more depth. Make sure that you get with the right mentors and the right people, because when I signed up for that program, it was the wrong people to this day. I do not feel like there was alignment there and trust was burned multiple times. And ultimately it just was not the right program for me. It didn't help me and bring any value overall. So, With that said, that's this week's episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Again, it's Chris Hanna, uncensored, unfiltered, being honest and raw and real about what this whole journey into becoming the all-in solopreneur has been all about. Look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode. And that's a wrap for today's episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Thank you for tuning in and going all in with me on this journey. If you're craving more opportunities to supercharge your solopreneur journey, don't forget to visit allincontent.ca. At All In Content, we're dedicated to providing top-tier content creation and strategy services. We help solopreneurs like you make a big impact with your one-person businesses. We do this through video creation. We not only record edit, caption those videos. We also schedule them on social media for you so that you have a consistent presence that continues to bring you business month after month after month. Remember, in the world of solopreneurship, your story is your strength and we're here to help you tell it. Until next time, stay motivated, stay focused, and more importantly, stay all in. I'm Chris Hannon, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Keep pushing boundaries and making waves.